Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy. We're living on God's Word. Today we're going to be reading Numbers chapter 22 from the Jesus Bible, NIV edition, review key takeaways, and end our session with a prayer. Balak summons Balaam. From the Israelites traveled to the plains of Moab and camped along the Jordan across from Jericho. Now Balak, son of Zippor, saw all that Israel had done to the Amorites, and Moab was terrified because there were so many people. Indeed, Moab was filled with dread because of the Israelites. The Moabites said to the elders of Midian, This horde is going to lick up everything around us as an ox licks up the grass of the field. So Balak, son of Zippor, who was king of Moab at that time, sent messengers to summon Balaam, son of Beor, who was at the Pethor near the Euphrates River in his native land. Balak said, A people has come out of Egypt. They cover the face of the land and have settled next to me. Now come and put a curse on these people because they are too powerful for me. Perhaps then I will be able to defeat them and drive them out of the land. For I know that whoever you bless is blessed and whoever you curse is cursed. The elders of Moab and Midian left, taking with them the fee for divination. When they came to Balaam, they told him what Balak had said. Spend the night here, Balaam said to them, and I will report back to you with the answer the Lord has given me. So the Moabites officials stayed with him. God came to Balaam and asked, Who are these men with you? Balaam said to God, Balak, son of Zippor, king of Moab, sent me this message. A people that has come out of Egypt covers the face of the land. Now come and put a curse on them for me. Perhaps then I will be able to fight them and drive them away. But God said to Balaam, Do not go with them. You must not put a curse on those people because they are blessed. The next morning Balaam got up and said to Balak officials, Go back to your own country, for the Lord has refused to let me go with you. So the Moabites official returned to Balak and said, Balaam refused to come with us. Then Balak sent other officials, more numerous and more distinguished than the first. They came to Balaam and said, This is what Balak son of Zippor says, Do not let anything keep you from coming to me, because I will reward you handsomely and do whatever you say. Come and put a curse on these people for me. But Balaam answered them, If Balak gave me all the silver and gold in his palace, I could not do anything great or small to go beyond the command of the Lord my God. Now spend the night here so that I can find out what else the Lord will tell me. That night God came to Balaam and said, Since these men have come to summon you, go with them. But then only what I tell you. Balaam's donkey. Balaam got up in the morning, saddled his donkey, and went to the Moabite officials. But God was very angry when he went, and the angel of the Lord stood in the road to oppose him. Balaam was riding on his donkey, and his two servants were with him. When the donkey saw the angel of the Lord standing in the road with a drawn sword in his hand, it turned off the road into a field. Balaam beat it to get back on the road. Then the angel of the Lord stood in a narrow path through the vineyards with walls on both sides. When the donkey saw the angel of the Lord, it pressed close to the wall, crushing Balaam's foot against it. So he beat the donkey again. Then the angel of the Lord moved on ahead and stood in a narrow place where there was no room to turn, either to the right or to the left. When the donkey saw the angel of the Lord, it lay down under Balaam, and he was angry and beat it with his staff. When the Lord opened the donkey's mouth, and it said to Balaam, What have I done to you to make you beat me these three times? Balaam answered the donkey, You have made a fool of me. If only I had a sword in my hand, I would kill you right now. The donkey said to Balaam, Am I not your own donkey, which you have always ridden to this day? Have I been in this habit of doing this to you? No, he said. Then the Lord opened Balaam's eyes, and he saw the angel of the Lord standing in the road with his sword drawn. So he bowed low and fell face down. The angel of the Lord asked, Why have you beaten your donkey these three times? I have come here to oppose you because your path is a reckless one before me. The donkey saw me and turned away from me these three times. If it had not turned away, I would certainly have killed you by now, but I would have spared it. 
Balaam said to the angel of the Lord, I have sinned, and did not realize you were standing in the road to oppose me. Now, if you are displeased, I will go back. The angel of the Lord said to Balaam, Go with the men, but speak only what I tell you. So Balaam went with Balak's official. When Balak heard that Balaam was coming, he went out to meet him at the Moabite town on the Arun border, at the edge of his territory. Balak said to Balaam, Did I not send you an urgent summon? Why didn't you come to me? Am I really not able to reward you? Well, I have come to you now, Balaam replied, but I can't say whatever I please. I must speak only what God puts in my mouth. Then Balaam went with Balak to Kiriath, who saw. Balak sacrificed cattle and sheep and gave some to Balaam and the officials who were with him. The next morning, Balak took Balaam up to Bamuth Baal, and from there he could see the outskirts of the Israelites' camp. This is the end of Numbers 22. So we see here that the Lord warns Balaam numerous times not to go. Balak, however, insists and sends, sends more and more distinguished guests until Balaam gets the Lord to um, begrudgingly let him go. Um, and along the way, he tries to stop him, and the donkey refuses to continue going because he sees the angel of the Lord in front of him. Balaam starts to beat the donkey and then realizes it's the angel. At that time, he bows down and begs for forgiveness. Uh, but the angel of the Lord says, continue, go on, but only say what I tell you. And again, he confronts Balak, tells him that he can not only say what God puts in his mouth. So now let us pray. Father God, thank you so much for your word and your wisdom and your direction. Thank you for guiding us every single day, Lord. We will be lost without you. We would not have sustenance emotionally, spiritually, physically, we would be dead. So, Father God, thank you for sending the Holy Spirit to nourish us, to guide us back towards you, to keep us on the right path. We worship you. We honor you. We love you, Lord. We ask that you always help us see what you want from us and help our heart be softened. Help us not rebel and not be stubborn against your will. Let us always submit to your will, Father God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. This concludes today's reading interpretation of Numbers chapter 22. We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.